Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to episode 54 of the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacuna Core community. So how have you been, guys? Good, thank you. It's another week's gone by, another week closer to the album release, so all good. How about you, Russ? Yeah, similar similar to Mike, and obviously the theme we'll touch upon shortly. It's a, it's a sad week, but a respectful week, and um, you know, certainly plenty of news in this week's podcast. We certainly have lots of news in this week's podcast. Uh, most, well, not most importantly, but quite excitingly for me, the Left Left Behind, which is the DLC for The Last of Us, came out. Um, so I get to watch Ellie getting electrocuted, uh, which is not a pleasant experience. Uh, and of course, Game of Thrones season three on Blu-ray came out after I bought my new Blu-ray player. And if you've been following me on Facebook, you know exactly the fiasco of that. Where that started. <laughs> Pick from. Up. Pick yeah. up tomorrow, actually. Yes, well, I got mine delivered today, so I'm very excited. Not that I'm going to get a chance to probably watch it for a couple of weeks because I've been so busy. But um, yeah, and I've watched it before, so but you know, it'd be nice to watch it in high def and from the from my own bed, I suppose, since I've got a Blu-ray player in the bedroom now. Woohoo, go me. Uh, and if I'm not doing that, I'll be playing the Last, Last of Us DLC, which is really cool. And if you're into The Last of Us, I would um, highly recommend it. Anyway, that's that's just me. Of course, it's fair to say news this week. We've got one set of news this week, which is dominating pretty much everything relating to Lacuna Coil and will no doubt, no doubt dominate the uh, the podcast which is, of course, the announcement on Friday, the 14th of February, Valentine's Day for everybody, that uh, Pizza and Chris retiring from Lacuna Coil. Bit of a shock, I think it's fair to say. Certainly a shock and a surprise. Uh, I found about it when I was just about to leave the office, thought I'd check my iPhone, see if there was any news on Facebook, and that's what I discover. My first thought was, nah, is that some kind of joke? But I quickly realised it wasn't. Uh, and if you look on the Empty Spiral forums, you'll see that my first post on there related to it was i think i'm gonna need a bit of time to absorb it how did you find out about it guys um pretty much the same my phone was dead all afternoon so i charged my phone when i got in and the internet was aglow with the information on it and it's it's very very uh powerful news to try and absorb still like yourself it's it's one of those things that you have to well try and get get used to i suppose your head around yeah well, you're right. yeah yeah it was quite a quite a shock for me um i actually found out i got a text from a friend and it was you know do you know or did you know that chris and pizza had, had you know retired and i was like no so first thing was uh logging on to the uh lc facebook page and uh there was the statement yeah, was, so yeah, yeah. yeah bang it's quite a shock to people i mean obviously we know the guys personally we hang out with them on tour um speak to them about uh, let's face it, the vast majority of the conversations we have with the guys in Lacuna Coil relate nothing to Lacuna Coil. It's, it's really about them and, and, and us and just sort of chilling out. Um, and, and in some respects, we're, we're very lucky, you know, even within the context of the tours, we've had a chance to hang out with these guys and anybody that knows them, anybody that's met them, knows that they're just absolutely chilled out, nice guys, down to earth, really friendly, always take time for photos, just totally unrock star. Do you know what I mean? Just, just Genuine me. people. Genuine yeah. people, yeah. And I, and I think it's, there's also a lot of people, of course, that are into the band that just haven't had the chance to meet them. Uh, and it's unlikely that they, they never will now. So it is massive news. Uh, obviously, I don't know if what you were think going through your head, but the speculation that I've seen, as as is always the way when these things grow in the telling, is what does this mean to the rest of the band? Has there been a fallout with the others? I mean, for me, that was actually the forefront of my mind was, I hope there's not been some horrible massive argument or a breakdown in the relationship with the, the guys you know, and the guys and the girl that make up the King of Coil. But I think it's fair to say that we found out pretty quickly that wasn't the case. And... I got a sense both initially and subsequently through conversations with the members of the band that there there wasn't drama. This wasn't some kind of cliched falling out, you know, TVs being thrown out of hotel windows or massive drug-infused arguments or any of that kind of media cliche. This was just people's lives changing. And, you know, we've, we know that people are getting married and having children and, and Chris spent last couple of tours away from the band um so once you got over the initial shock was it that much of a surprise i think it's still a surprise but it it wasn't as huge as it might otherwise have been yeah do you know what i mean 
Yeah, I think as, as you mentioned, because we you know have the the benefit of knowing the guys and spending quite a bit of time with them and and knowing them personally, it's it's still a shock, but it's I suppose we can understand it a bit more in terms of the context of you know the grand scheme of life. Obviously, Chris has recently had a daughter, and he obviously, as you mentioned, stayed stayed at home on the last tour. So you know, whilst he's still you know a, a core member and will always be a core member of Lacuna Coil. Obviously, he's got other things to to now focus on, and mm. that's that's totally understandable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's a journey, isn't it? Or I always see it like reading a book, and people go through different chapters. And I, for me, it's it's hard to when when you hear news like this, especially about people you know and a band you love, and n- knowing that they all contribute to making the music that you find so enjoyable. It's hard to be anything but sad about it. But my argument is, it's right for the people involved, and mm it's not an end to what they're doing. It's a change to what they're doing. And actually you can see that's quite exciting. You know, it's new opportunities, new ways of looking about looking at the world, excellent opportunities for songwriting, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's lots of ways that you can look at this. And although I don't want to say I'm positive about it because it means I won't get to hang out with two friends that I otherwise would have hanged out with. I, I do feel that is, this is something that we, we shouldn't treat it like a, you know, like we've permanently lost people, you know, but no one's died here, shall we say. This has just been a change in, change in the way that they're doing things. Mm. Mike, you've been quiet. How did you, yeah, yeah. How do you feel about it? No, just a time for reflection. I think that if you come, as, as everyone does, as they grow older, they come to a crossroads in life almost, and whatever path you walk down, you walk down the one that's the best for you personally. And I think that we... we respect that obviously with with the pair of them and the decision that they've taken and as russ mentioned with chris and his daughter and everything everything in life does evolve and it's just one of those things and as you've touched upon it we shouldn't be like almost in mourning about it but also celebrating that we've had 16 years of uh, growing up with these people and enjoying the um their creativity as artists the pair of them as part of the bigger picture of, of the whole complete band. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. Obviously, one of the things that people were concerned about uh, was the fact that Kunikor are about to go into the hottest Chicks in Rock tour in the US and losing one third of um, the band has the potential to have a uh, show-stopping, literal show-stopping disruption to them. But... Uh, Luke and Nicole, Christina and Mouse both quickly added their own news on Facebook on Friday, making it very clear what was not happening and what was happening. And uh, as it's clear, they're not looking for uh, a new replacement for pizza yet. Uh, Mouse said he will be the only only um, guitarist in the bad league guitarist, which has annoyed me because I've been working on my ukulele skills. I was hoping I could <laughs> maybe join them. And also making it clear that uh, Ryan, who's played with them in the past, Ryan Folden, uh, friend of the band, he's done drum tech work with them in the past, and as I said, played on the tours that, that uh, Chris wasn't on over the last 18 months. He'll be joining them, and we know Ryan very well, and I'm I'm sure he'll have a whale of a time, and, I, and I'm sure from a, the band will enjoy his presence there as well. So that's actually quite a quite warming news, I'd say. And he's a kick-ass drummer to boot. Yeah, so he's, a, he's, like a great, to... he's a great drummer, and he's he's very very friendly. Uh, he fits in very, very well with the guys. I have spoken to Ryan since the news announcement, and I'm hoping that we can get an interview with him uh, within the next week to 10 days for the podcast, ask him some questions about, well, what's happened and what his plans are for the, the Hottest Chicks in Rock Tour. So I'm, I'm hoping we'll be able to publish that very, very soon. On Friday, I, I spoke to both uh, Pizza and Chris, uh, essentially thanking them for everything they've done and maybe ask him if we could get an interview with them, uh, you know, get their own kind of point of view as to what's happened and what their plans are, as well as a statement for the community. And they they both obliged straight away. They came back to me straight away. They're really nice guys, as you can well imagine. And there are statements, messages for the members of the Empty Spiral community, which you'll find on the front page of ES, which is really nice of them. Uh, I won't read them out to you. I'll, I'll let you do that. If you go to the front page, you can clearly see them there. What's also great is that the day after the announcement, so Saturday, I managed to sit down with Pizza and get an interview with him, which is a really cool interview. 
what we do is we spend a little bit of time talking about how we join Lacuna Coil, actually, focusing on some of the highlights and the lowlights of our plan with the band for so long, um, any regrets you might have, and what his plans are next. So I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you'll enjoy that. So yeah, it's it's been a bit of a, a bit a bit of a roller coaster ride over the last couple of days. I think it's fair to say. One thing that's also been published in the last couple of days, uh, Christina gave an interview with Metal Hammer in the UK. Uh, I'll post a link to it on the front of Empty Spiral, uh, and I'll just read out a few comments from it now. In response to the question about the two guys leaving the band, she says it's something we announced yesterday, but knew for a few weeks, and honestly, I feel good because we couldn't have. Couldn't have a better. I don't mean it wasn't use the word split. That sounds like, oh, we had a big fight and we don't want to see each other anymore. It was something that was coming from the heart, very sincere, and they just decided they wanted to change their lives. It's not like they didn't like the band anymore, but this lifestyle is not easy. You're on a tour all the time. You don't have any private life anymore. Being on tour is really surreal because time moves in a different way. So I think it's absolutely normal that after so many years together, some of us want to carry on doing what we do because we still enjoy it. And some of us want to move on, keeping the great memories we have together. I mean, they're not planning to join other bands. It's not going to be a huge difference because we have the same songwriter and we're determined to go on. I So I'm sad that they're leaving, but we will continue seeing each other outside the band. They are happy. We are happy. Everyone is happy. In my conversations with the two guys, it's clear that their friendship, that family that is looking at is still very, very strong and they still they still recognise that and they still want to be part of the Kunikoil in some way, shape or form. Um, and both of them have said, you know, never say never. There's a, there'll be chance of them special guest starring in things in the future. So uh, it, it is another chapter. It is another journey. I want to wish them all the best luck, best of luck on whatever it is they choose to do. It, it has been an, an amazingly eventful 16 years for them. Massive contribution to the Kunikoil. And I, I'm sure that contribution will not get forgotten anytime soon so hats off to both chris and peter other news we've got this week then the hottest chicks in rock tour starts on the 20th which is two days before we publish this very podcast so if you're listening to this on saturday the 27 the band will 22nd i should say the band will be playing at busters in lexington kentucky uh with ryan as we just mentioned um so that's something to look forward to and just to re-emphasize they will be playing all of the shows and uh, Ryan will be covering the drums. So if you're still, if you're having any kind of second thoughts about checking out the band on the tour, stop that right now, get yourself some tickets and go and see them. There's still VIP tickets available. If you want to um, check out the packages again, you can find the information on Empty Spiral, or if you just go to the hottest chicks in rock site, you can find the links there to order the VIP packages and they're pretty good packages as well. I'd, I'd certainly consider it if I was in the U S what else have we got for you? Oh, yes. Broken Crown Halo format. So um, much to my disappointment, um, I've not had any positive feedback about the idea of a fold-out crown Damn it. In, in the album. Um, <laughs> it's fair to say that the, the Lacunical management mentioned something about me spending too much time uh, playing origami with my kids. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, kind of hoping that we can have a slightly more positive impact on the marketing for the album. And if it goes on like this, we may need to do our own thing. I'll, I'll start looking online for crown origami sets. Something maybe we can pull something together there. But aside from our attempts at marketing, whether via crown or Robin Hood hats, I'm not quite still not quite sure where you got that from, Mike. To be honest, <laughs> it's oh, a worry. It's uh, a worry. Yeah, indeed. What we do know at the moment, the formats for Broken Crown Angler are MP3, as you'd expect, CD. CD special edition and vinyl. Now, Russ, didn't you also mention there was some kind of art special edition? I did, yes. Um, Announced today on the EMP Europe website, exclusive to that particular division of EMP, there is listed a two-CD version with the deluxe edition DVD and an art book. Now, what this art book is is still yet to be revealed and confirmed, um, but I would like to hope it's some form of concept art drawn by Marco in relation to the to the cover art. But that's all just guesswork and hearsay at the moment. We know it exists, but we have no idea what is in it. Yes, indeed. That would be really cool. I completely agree. With you. I really hope it would be something like that. I think it's listed as around about €38, Euros, whatever that translates to in pounds or dollars. Okay, so it's quite a significant... Yeah, you know, it's quite a, quite, a, quite a package. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Because I know the... 
I think for about seventeen pounds, so I'm guessing about twenty five, twenty, twenty two, twenty five euros, you can get the two CD edition, which, as you mentioned, includes a second CD, which we are speculating is a DVD, based purely on the fact it has nine chapters on it. Now, again, we'll put the link in the show notes, but it has, it's fair to say, chess related themes. I guess yes. is the the way I describe it. We've got nine chapters. It doesn't say what they are. We're we're presuming they're individual films or something on the DVD. We've got chapter one, Pawn Takes Rook. Chapter two, Beyond the Queen. Chapter three, Introducing the Bishop. Chapter four, Knights at the Ready. Chapter five, Sicilian Defense. Chapter six, The Queen's Gambit. Chapter seven, The Castled King. Chapter eight, The Stonewall. And chapter nine, Endgame. I can't tell you what they are because that's I've got no idea what that is, other than the fact that they're all related to, to chess. But what could it be? I've no idea. Any ideas? Any thoughts? Well, I think the band's been listening to the podcast, as you mentioned earlier. It could be nine clips and previews of Game of Thrones season four. You oh, never know. That could be it. Oh, they're all never watching know. Monty Python. <laughs> we, oh, this, this poor album. If it were ever to get to us to, to market. <laughs> Who knows what it'd be? There'd be like feet coming down and crushing people and fold out crowns and chests with Robin Hood outfits in it. And <laughs> God, dear. No, I want another one. Through it retail about 89 euros a pop. That's true, yes. But you could go to a cosplay afterwards. So. <laughs> anyway, I don't know about you guys, but I'm probably going to be picking up at least one of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Well, you know, it's got to be done, really. Don't forget the vinyl edition. Of course, I've got to put it up on my wall or maybe even buy a record player and play it at some stage. No, I actually like the vinyl editions of their albums. They're always worth having. The last couple have included a CD on the vinyl edition as well, haven't they? Yeah, I think this new version does as well. That's pretty cool. So, you know, you you get two for the price of one there, I guess, which that's really nice. Our final bit of news this week is information about the singles so we've already heard nothing stands in our way some of us have heard i forgive and some of us have heard dying rises have been on the american radio stations according to amazon.com they're all going to be made available on mp3 format before the album is released which is really nice news the first is dying rise on the 18th of february which is tomorrow as we're recording this and should be available already by the time you'll listen to this. Uh, the second is Nothing Stands In Our Way, which is on the 11th of March. And the third is I Can Forgive, But I Won't Forget Your Name, which is on the 18th of March. So over the course of the next four weeks, we're all going to get a chance to own our own copies of the, the singles. And by the looks of things, you, you're looking at a dollar or a dollar twenty-nine for a single on Amazon in MP3 format. So you're really getting a chance to, to listen to you know, a good percentage of the album before it's released, which is great news for everybody. I'm sure I'll be adding them to my iTunes collections before the before the end of the mar- of March as well, I suspect. So I think that brings us to the end of our news section today, which has been quite lengthy, but I don't think anybody's surprised. As I mentioned in the news section, on the 15th of February, I managed to catch up with Pizza for an interview. We're going to play that interview for you now. I hope you enjoy it. It's a very much a personal reflection of his career in Lacuna Coil. Gives you an understanding as to why he made the decision that he made and what's happening next with the guy. Uh, And, uh, well, I hope you enjoy it. It's an absolute pleasure to be joined today by Cristiano. Pizza, how are you, my friend? I'm very good, thanks. And the pleasure is mine, as always. <laughs> it's great talking to you. Now, obviously, <laughs> we've just heard some pretty amazing news. You know, it, it, The announcement came out on Valentine's Day about yourself and uh, Chicho leaving Lacuna Coil. 
Yeah, so, one a day, right? Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day. What's that? Like? Yeah, Valentine's Day I, I had no idea it would be on Valentine's Day. I don't think it actually was planned uh, to be on that specific day, but it just happened to be. And I think it's a funny coincidence, actually. So how are you feeling at the moment then with, with that announcement coming out and the response back from the, from the fans out there in the wild? Well, despite everything, I'm actually feeling pretty good. You know, I mean, it's, of course, uh, a sad thing because it was uh, a big part of, of, of our lives. And, uh, you know, but uh, I, I just felt it was time uh, for a change. And uh, I, I just wanted it to happen before things could maybe get to a point where, where it wouldn't have been uh, this, this, this good, you know, this, this, this nice. Mm-hmm. No, I completely understand that. I guess you've got to make decisions in your life about what you want to do and when you want to do them. And as everybody knows, the Kudakal is a family. So you needed to do the right things for your family as well as yourself. Yeah. You know, you didn't want it to, the family to break down, I guess. So yeah, you know, absolutely. finding the right time is a hard, it's a hard thing to do. So, yeah. so um, looking back then, over what is it 16 years of lacuna call yeah, almost 17 i think 17 years of lacuna call yeah so i thought we'd spend a little while just kind of reflecting on that how how did you join the band because i know you weren't one of the original members of lacuna call you came along later so how did that come about well i um i was a a good friend of, of the guys already, you know, even when they had uh, uh, different people in the lineup, we would hang out in the same pubs and like go out together, listen to music and whatever. I, I, I used to play in a different band at the time and we're talking like 1995, 96. Uh, and when they actually signed for Century Media. Everybody was so excited and, and like, oh wow, that that's great that like you guys did it and whatever. And then finally, that that day came when the band pretty much split up. You know, after the the first tour uh, started. Um, so since Mark, Andrea, and Christina wanted to to keep going, uh, they asked me and uh, and Chris. Um, to join the band because they needed another guitar player and a, and a drummer. And since we were such good friends, they they asked us, and we were like, "Well, okay, let's 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 see what happens." You know? <laughs> let's give this a go. <laughs> I mean, at that time, it was a pretty big deal, and we had no uh, guarantee that this would have worked or got to the the point where it is today. You know, so it was like we knew that if we wanted to. Uh, to do that, we we would have probably had to to quit our jobs, which I actually ended up doing uh, not long after, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, that was it. I mean, we we started like rehearsing, and like they came back from the tour and they asked us. Um, I would, I think it was December of nineteen ninety seven when I was asked, uh, and. Uh, that was it. I mean, we started like playing and writing stuff together, and uh, and that it started all back then. I've I've interviewed you many times for Empty Spiral, and one of the questions that I've I'd never asked, mm-hmm. I, which I I just just realised now is I, I never really asked how the in terms of the guitar, how your relationship with Mouse was in terms of what parts of the songs you would play. So can I ask that question now of you? So how did that work Absolutely. out in terms of the songwriting and in terms of the, the parts of the songs that you guys would work together on stage over? How did that come about? How did that work? It's always been a matter of like, who would be able to play the part better, you know? I mean, it's not something like, oh, I want to play this part because I, I think I'm better at it or whatever. It's just like we would both play it and just like kind of like automatically knew, oh, maybe I should play this part uh, and you should play that, you know. But it was always very democratic and always very natural in a way. Um, it, it's, it's just a, a very good balance in between. It's, it's always been. You know, mm-hmm. we're good friends. We like both like certain things. Maybe we like different things at the time, 
But like when when it comes to play our own music, we we always knew uh, how to split things uh, without actually choosing like oh I want to play all the solos, I want to play all the the rhythm parts or whatever. Just like in some songs I would do it, and in some other songs he would do it, and it was just like just like that, you know, just very very natural. Once you've made the decision. Did you stick to it or did it ever sort of switch around, you know, when you were playing or was it fixed as it were? Uh, I think it, 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 it was always, always pretty much like fixed. You know, it was like I, I can play that and then you can just, just get get used to to play it that way, you know. And, uh, and that was it. I mean, we never had the feeling that we should switch it around or maybe have him playing something rather than me or the other way around. I mean, once the decision was made, we just kind of like stuck to it and, and that, that was it. Fair enough. And how, how about the songwriting process then? I mean, there were some songs that are directly attributed to you. We know you're involved in the, in the writing of a number of the parts of the guitar as his mouse. How, how did you work together? when it came to that aspect of the, the creation process? Well, you know, the, the way we, we usually write songs, not on each, on every single song, on every album, but like generally, uh, everybody would just like write some some stuff, uh, some, some parts, and just like share it with everybody else. So that was also kind of like natural. Some things that I wrote, I would normally play. If Mouse wrote certain parts, like it would, normally do it or but not necessarily i mean it would always change depending on the song you know right okay (laughs) there's no general rule i mean also also because like marco uh the bass player would always like come up with most of the stuff anyway Mm -hmm. so most of the the guitar parts he would actually write even though then he would end up playing the bass you know (laughs) um and some parts I wrote and some parts Mouse wrote, you know, I mean, but it was always very, very uh, easy to work with each other. Like um, we would always like share the parts that we came up with, with everybody else. And like they would go like, oh, I like this part. We should try maybe to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it would always work out really, really nicely, you know. Then we would scrap some parts because maybe they were like too different or they didn't work out with the song or whatever. And uh, it was always like a very, very easy um, way of working together. Fair enough. That sounds like certainly very dynamic and yeah. and very collaborative, which which is great. And and of course, I think the music, ref, the layers in the music reflect how closely you guys work together and how seamlessly that worked. Now, um, Mouse has said that the band aren't looking to introduce a new guitarist to the band, right. which I guess means that the certainly the the music certainly live. I mean, I don't know whether or not there'll be kind of multiple guitar parts. Mm. recorded and then layered into the album but the live is is going to change at least you know initially so how do you think that's going to work is that going to make a big difference do you think i don't think it's going to make a, make a huge difference um as in we've always used a lot of um, stuff recorded and put on uh on tracks you know mm-hmm. because we have so much stuff going on that we can't physically play all those when we play live you know mm-hmm. we have like keyboards and we don't have a keyboard player so obviously those have to be on on tracks we have like backing vocals and they have to be on tracks and a lot of guitar parts that like with only two guitar players you can't possibly play all that stuff uh, <laughs> live you know um that doesn't mean that we've always played in playback or anything like but like a lot of stuff was already on tracks and so basically all my parts will actually from now on be uh, played, you know, by, by the computer, like by, on, they will be on tracks. Uh, Mouse will be playing most of the stuff, most of the rhythm parts, I believe. And I think that's actually, um, I think that's actually going to work. I don't think it's going to be a lot different than it, than it always been, you know? We've always, we're always going to be, and they're always going to be trying to have the best possible sound live and the fact that there's only going to be one guitar on stage is not going to affect the sound drastically you know uh we have like really a really good crew that we work with that's going to try uh their best 
to, mm-hmm. to, to reproduce the sound the way it's supposed to be and the way it's always been, you know? So the only drastical difference will be the, the visual part, as in there's not going to be as many people on stage, which is probably not going to be like a terrible thing, but... Um, oh, well, oh, oh, you're going to be missed, my friend, come on. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't mean that, but <laughs> at least visually, it's, it's still going to look good, you know? <clears throat> there's still going to be four people in the front. Uh, Ryan is an amazing drummer, and I'm sure that he, he'll be able to play uh, and to nail the parts just, just fine. Um, I know, I know, I will be missed, and I, I, I received a lot of comments and like uh, messages from from the Empty Spiral uh, community and our Facebook community, and that that's great. But uh, don't worry about the fact that the band could actually sound different or whatever, because that's not going to happen. They're still going to sound awesome, and I'm I'm sure you won't be disappointed if you go see them live. Oh well, you you kind of took the question out of my mouth when I said that. Well, I was going to say that even if we don't hear a difference, we're definitely going to see a difference with you not in your place, you know, <laughs> right right side of stage, yeah. giving us the smiles, giving us the headbangs, and and no no doubt that that will be missed. You know, we're still going to get that layered sound. And as you say, the the way that you guys layer sounds on the album is so rich that there's no way that any band unless you've got a whole orchestra i guess could replicate that so so yeah i understand how that would work so looking back over your career then we probably don't have enough hours in the day to to go through all the great things that you've been through over over, over the course of um being in the kunako oh yeah that would take probably a few days you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> but are there any looking at looking back then over over the last 16 17 years what's been the highlights for you and there's been so many, as you said, it would be really hard to actually just like uh, pick a few out of like such a long, long career, you know. But even just the fact that we're here today, just talking to each other about like all that's happened, uh, pretty much, you know, just goes to show that it's been amazing all along, you know, every, every single bit of it, you know. Uh, from like playing in the worst possible bars with only in front of like 20 people to just like playing at, I don't know, download in front of like thousands and thousands of people uh, or Ozfest or touring with many of the bands that I would listen to when I was a kid and I would have never thought I would be actually be sharing the stage with one day, you know? Mm. And there's been so many things and I, I will remember all of it like with uh, with with joy and I and, and like with, with, with happiness. You know, it's been uh, every every single part of it, like the fact that I was able to to travel the world to be to places that I would have never thought I I would be going to. You know, I've been to India, I've been to Australia, I've been to Japan, I've been to I've been to so I've been to Russia, you know, South mm. America, the US, UK, um, Europe. I, I've been everywhere in the world except maybe for China and a few little places here and there. But um, and to do all this, playing uh, your own music with with a good good family with you, like we're sharing it with friends. Not just the band, but also the, the different people in the crew who traveled with us and uh, and took care of us when we when we toured. I mean, this is all something that it's like every single bit of it is is a highlight for me. There's no single thing that I would put um, above anything else. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guess there aren't that many jobs that, that give you the kind of opportunities to travel around, like you've just said. Um, no. That is that is pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's flip this over. What aren't you going to miss? Well, I'm not going to miss the fact that I'm going to be gone from home and away from my family for like such long periods of time uh, at a time. You know, mm. that that's probably the, the hardest part of it. When you're by yourself or when you're like 20 years old, you're enthusiastic about all of it. You're just like, oh man, I can't, be, I can't wait to go on tour again and to spend like three months out on the road, like you know, which is great. I mean, I, I still love it, but I mean, it, it becomes harder and harder uh, the more you you grow old. Um, 
which doesn't mean that I'm old or anything like that, but <laughs> I'm not 20. <laughs> I'm not 20 anymore. Are you doing a good job of growing that beard out, though? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but actually, I got comments about people telling me, like, oh, you actually look younger now I mean, than you did before. I was like, really? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there are parts of it, like, that I'm not going to miss, uh, or at least I'm going to miss less than sure. others, you know? No, I appreciate that. I totally understand. And uh, I guess that tour bus people have this kind of romantic view of what it is being a tour in bands there is nothing yeah. romantic about a tour bus <laughs> i can tell you that you get inside that place and you're living in each other's pockets oh, and yeah. there's just no room and and you know it, it, it must take a lot out of you and as you say when it, you're 20 there's actually you're... absolutely no privacy ever you know mm. you share this bus with uh, at least 11 12 other people which i mean luckily for me I've always been like really good friends, you know, I mean, I've, I've always had a great relationship with everybody. And, uh, and so it, it was never like, oh man, I can't believe I'm going to have to share the bus uh, with, with such an asshole or, or whatever. <laughs> so at least that was, was cool. But at the same time, I mean, you're still not in your own home, you know, yeah. if you want to go and just like maybe go to a different room and just like chill, you just can't do it. I mean, uh, the bus is just, the bus and that's going to be your home for at least one two three months who knows i mean sometimes I mean, the last tour we did in the states was actually three months long you know yeah that's a long imagine, time imagine that it's uh doesn't matter how big that bus is you know it's still yeah. waking up each morning not knowing where you are i guess that's yeah. also not going to help either just like try to find out where there's a, there's a coffee shop to have like go have a cup of coffee or like <laughs> something to eat. And that's sometimes it's just in the middle of nowhere and you, there's nothing around. So all you're going to do is like sit around and wait for the show because maybe that day you won't even have interviews or anything going on. You know, I mean, those are parts that I'm actually not going to miss <laughs> at all. But I mean, it, it's, there's a lot more that I'm going to miss. I don't want it to sound like it was a lousy, uh, bad job and uh, <laughs> it's like oh I've had it so rough you know like not nothing like that I know it was amazing and I'm really happy that I got to experience the good and the bad parts you know sure sure I guess I mean I know there are so many people that love that lifestyle or at least love the idea of that lifestyle and I guess it's one of those things you've got to experience for an extended period of time before you really <laughs> understand it yeah um, it, maybe it's not quite as romantic as people think it is but it's certainly no, it's, not. it's I, different I, isn't I can it? tell you that <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so um I have to know I have to ask is there a particular song that you're really gonna miss getting out there and playing you know on stage well, pretty much the whole new album, because I mean, we've only, Chris and I only recorded it, you know? Yeah. Uh, we've only played those songs in the studio and in the rehearsal room while we were actually practicing. So none of those songs will ever get the chance. I mean, we, we will probably have the chance to play it live once in a while if we decide to maybe play a show together or whatever. But like, you know, not being able to go on tour and to play some of those songs, I mean, have you, have, have you had the chance to listen to the whole album yet? I have, yes. <laughs> so many people will be jealous of you right now when they hear this. <laughs> but, I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep that low key, but yes, I have listened to the album. <laughs> there's no, there's no, no hiding that, man. Everybody <laughs> no, knows anyway. There you go. You heard it here. But you know, I mean, there's some songs on this on this new album. Then, I mean, I really like the new the the whole album a lot. Um, yeah. I think it's one of the best ones we we've done, and I'm really gonna miss the 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 chance of not being able to to play some of those songs. You know, I, mean, I was really looking forward to maybe play play some of those and like even even some of the older stuff. And there there are still songs that I super enjoy playing when we. When we play live like stuff out of karma code or uh you know or even like crypto darkness or, or so i don't believe in tomorrow songs like that you know um i i am gonna miss i mean most of most of them for sure of course i mean it's clearly something like this is a, a hard decision as you say there are so many great parts of 
being in the band and touring and playing the music and stuff. That, that is the best part of it all, you know? I mean, the, the touring and the recording and everything, but when you actually get on stage and like, you finally, you know, turn it on and just like go and, and play, that, that is the part that I am really, really going to miss a lot. I guess that's the reason you you be in a band, isn't it? To get out there and play to people, you yeah. know, that, and you never lose that. That's the that's the and, passion. And, it, and it's just and it's not so much the fact that like, oh, I'm on stage, look at me, I'm a rock star, I'm playing here, you know. It's it's really the exchange you have between like you on stage and the people there, just like tearing it all up for you. You know, they came to see you playing, and they're enjoying the music, and that that's really the best feeling you yeah. could possibly ask for. I can well imagine, and uh, I'm jealous that you get that feeling because I, I imagine there's nothing like it. You know, getting out. Of yeah, the I mean, it's it's really hard to understand if you've never been up. And I'm I'm, I'm uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm sorry that not many people will actually get to 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 enjoy to 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 feel how it, it is. You know, yeah, to how can, it feels. There. It's it's something that. Even when you go, like when you're in a little band and like and play uh, in local bars and whatever, you kind of like know what it feels like. But mm. when you get to do it like as, as a job, like and you put up records and people buy them and they like it, they love it, and they come out um, to see you, to see you actually perform. Uh, man, that's, that's the best feeling in the world. You know, you've done something meaningful. You know that you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I think I do. As you say, without ever being up there, I can't fully imagine what it's like. But I, I, I think I get an idea of the the sense of elation you must get being out there on stage yeah. in front of hundreds or thousands of people, and you know they're all enjoying it, and they know they're getting into it, and they're getting into it because of what you're doing. That must be a a real buzz. Yeah, it, it's great. And and the, the the thing also is that you wouldn't be able to do it if it weren't for for them, you know, mm. for all of you guys, you know, like coming out and like showing us your support and like and your appreciation for what we what we've we've done and what we do, you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I and it's great. One of the things that I've always admired you guys for, um, Lacuna Coil as a band have always showed hundred percent appreciation for the people that come out to the shows and that's always been really really obvious to me and actually not that many other bands make a point of doing that there seems to be this kind of assumption that yeah. you're going to do it anywhere and you guys have never been like that you've always been very humble about what your fans mean to mean to you guys and, and that I, I think that's created this amazing vibe amongst the fans because we realize that we are appreciated by you guys so there's there's a very close two-way relationship from fan to band on stage and off stage and i think that's amazing i really do yeah i mean i i can understand some of those bands like they don't want to have anything to do with like people or whatever because sometimes you get to a point where everything is really too much mm -hmm. and you get like thousands of people like always constant you you can never be i mean being there you know and being on tour for so long like in such maybe sometimes rough conditions and whatever and not having any privacy whatsoever sometimes you get to the point where you're like wow i i can't take any more of this i just want to be by myself i just don't want to have to deal with any of this you know sure. uh, on at the same time though i because I'm, I'm this way and I, can, I think I, I can speak for everybody else in the band, we know why we're there, you know? Mm. And uh, we never lost touch with reality. We know that we, we have to thank our fans to, for what we've been able to do, you know? So sure. because of what they've given us, it's only natural that we actually try to stay humble and just like know where we're coming from and, and just like show them our 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 respect you know and uh, there's never been a time like yeah you get off stage you're tired you walk back to the bus and all you want to do is just go sit down and just like chill uh mm -hmm. have a beer like relax and whatever but if if there's kids out there you know they're out outside the bus and they're waiting 
just like to to meet you and just like get an autograph or like maybe a guitar pick or a drumstick or whatever man why why not you know i mean it, it just takes a couple minutes of your time and it's something that really makes them feel like oh wow it's this is great you know totally they get the great. chance to meet their their favorite band or like you know something that is like when i was a kid and i i i would go to shows and uh you know i would hope to meet my 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 favorite artist or whatever and uh I know how good it felt when they would come out and just like, oh, here, you know, just like sign your booklet or your LP or whatever. That shows like how old I am. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think you should ever underestimate just how much the fans appreciate that. I mean, that that is amazing. That's absolutely amazing. You you should never underestimate that. That that, that is something that we all learn throughout the years. And and I'm, I'm glad that we actually kept it so down to earth, you know? I mean, yeah. I'm glad that we never became uh, assholes or like rock stars or whatever. I mean, I can understand why some people do it, but I just don't want to be that guy, you know? I, sure. wanna, I just don't want it to become like that. No, I totally understand. So what next for pizza? What's happening now? Well, I... I am going to move to the US. My wife's American. And so we decided to just like totally change our lives around. And like after living here in Italy for so long, in a wonderful place, I must add. I mean, I'm, we're pretty bummed that we have to, to leave such a, a great place because we really enjoyed uh, being here. But um, just like with the band, like some things have to, to change in life, you know? So we just decided to move to the US and just like start basically a new life there, you know? I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna keep doing something with, with music, you know? I don't know at which level. I don't wanna get into like touring uh, anymore because that's basically the main reason why I quit Lacuna Coin. And if I actually started another band and did the same thing, that would be a little bit stupid. Uh, <laughs> so I just, I just don't want to do that. I mean, I, I, I would totally keep going with Lacuna Coil if, if that was the case. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm just going to move and then I'll basically see what happens there and uh, see what happens. Cool. Any chance we'll see you on stage with a, a certain group of Italians in, in the future, depending on where they are, do you think? <laughs> never say never, man. I mean, <laughs> the way we actually decided to part ways was really nice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we actually uh, just shot one last video together last last Monday, you know? This was I Forgive, I believe. Yes, right? I Forgive, and mm-hmm. uh, which was actually very, very nice. Uh, that we had the chance to to be able to do this one last thing together, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows? I mean, I am not, you know, denying the possibility that something might happen in the future. I mean, I may not be back like full time, you know, and just like play uh, tours over and over because that's really not what I what I want to. Mm-hmm. If there's the chance is, is there and the, the time is right and whatever. I, I, am, I would be really, really happy uh, to be able to do it. I mean, it's, it, it's still something that really uh, excites me. You know, it's something that I would really be glad to be able to do. Cool. Cool. Well, as you can well imagine, we'd love to see you again. Um, on stage or round the back stage <laughs> or in the pub or on the bus. Don't worry about it. It will happen. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's great to hear. That's great to hear. So any final messages for the Empty Spiral community? Well, as I stated in my previous message, it's been posted all over Facebook or, you know, Lacuna Coil website and whatever, and uh, Empty Spiral. I I really, really want to thank everybody and everyone that supported us throughout the years. And uh, reading some of the comments that people left after the, the, the news really made me smile because it, it, it really shows that, you know, uh, this band has not been just like, oh, 
one of the many bands that people like, but it, it, it's something special for for many fans of ours, mm -hmm. you know. So uh, I really, really want to thank everybody and just like for for showing us our love, their love and, and support throughout all the years. Cool. Well, whether I can or, or not, I, on behalf of Lacuna Core fans everywhere, I want to personally thank you for everything you've done in the last 17 years in Lacuna Core. It's been an amazing journey for all of us. It's been great to see you on stage. It's been great to talk to you. It's been great to interview you. And you know you're going to be missed. Uh, and you know you're going to be held uh, in the highest regard forever. So you're gonna, you have fans. They're not going to go away. We are miss you and we love you. So um, I look forward to personally catching up with you at some stage in the future. We need to have that beer or two Absolutely. or three. Well, you know, you know that I'm gonna miss you guys as well, just you personally, but everybody, and you know, all the people in the world that actually that I've had the chance to meet and everyone. So that's that's something that I always that I always keep in my heart. You know, it's it's a great memory that will never never actually go away. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today, Peter. Pleasure was. Thank you so much, and I hope we get a chance to speak again very soon. You take care. Uh, Absolutely. Take care, man. Thank you, Pizza, for everything you've done over the years. Um, you're, it's a pleasure to know you, and I can't thank you enough for all the wonderful times that you've given us. Thank you. Yeah, likewise, I've got to sort of add to Mike's sentiments there. You know, just a big, big, massive thank you to Pizza on, you know, a personal level just for, you know, the musicianship he's brought, all the shows that we've seen, um, being the truly great guy that he is. And obviously on a personal level, certainly going to miss him on, on future tours. But, you know, as is the journey of life, definitely wish him the best for the future. And, um, you know, whatever may come next, good luck to him. Good stuff. Completely agree with you guys. It's been a great journey we've been on so far. A new one's kind of about to start for everybody, including Pizza. Um, and I wish him the best of luck in everything he does. onto our review this week which um in a quite a significant amount of irony i think it's fair to say <laughs> review for episode 54 is our truth the third song taken from karma code is it my turn i think it's my turn it's, isn't it it's you two it's definitely not me because yeah, i was first last week did you start off with fragile mike or was it me i think it was you wasn't it i think maybe i don't know can't remember all right, I think, Mr. I think Mr. Rycroft is up. Uh, yeah. Why do I always get the hard ones? Um, okay, so where to start with our truth? As I say, it is quite ironic that this is the subject of our review in this episode, given the news we've had this week. Um, mostly because, as a song, it's most notable for its, its drums at the beginning, that marching drums, and, of course, the, the solo. That, uh, that we get later on in the song. In fact, for those of you that have seen it live, you'll know that it's a song that typically Christina will step back and introduce Chris on the drums. And in that respect, reviewing this song today feels almost like a kind of a career eulogy of sorts. Anyway, moving on to the song itself. Impressive number, I think it's fair to say. I love the opening, those marching drums. They really kind of build it up. And then you've got uh, Christina's vocals, which I think they do a really, really good job. Not dissimilar to what we've we heard on Fragile, 
but it, it, again, that's part of that Karma Code vibe. It's a really strong vocals from her. Um, one of the things that I am less of a fan of on Karma Code is that I feel that in terms of the mixing, the Kunikal worked very hard to make the vocals part of the mix in the same way that the instruments are. So they actually, at this point in their career, they were very much working on using the vocals as an instrument. And I don't know whether it was intentional or otherwise, but I do feel that in, on some of the songs in Karma Code, the vocals get a little bit lost in the mix. And I feel that was the case to a certain extent on this song. Uh, Andrea in, in particular is very much really only acting as backing vocals here. And I do feel that his vocals get lost a little bit. It's one of the reasons why I prefer this song live because you don't lose it. It's much more, the vocals stand out so much better. Uh, you get to hear Andy more. And in that respect, I feel that the song is a stronger live song. I can't really talk about Our Truth without talking about what Our Truth is as a live song. And for me, it is the song that retired Daylight Dancer. Because if there's going to be one song that ends a Lacuna Core set, it's going to be Our Truth. Because of its importance to the band, we know what the, the song's about, which I'll come on to in a minute. Because of the start and because of the, the, the ending of the song, which really just brings everything, no matter how long the concert's been, to this perfect close. And I just love that about it so much. It really is an important song. The What is the song about? Oh, I think it's about Lacuna Coil. I think this is a partly a biopic. Uh, Christine applies as much, implies, I should say, as much when she talks about it on stage. I think this is about change. And it's also about how it doesn't matter how things change as long as you're true to yourselves. Hence the irony. Because in all the messages we've, all the announcements we've got this week from the band, it's fair to say that uh, Chris and Pizza have made the decision they've made. Not an easy decision. I know that. I've spoken to them. It's been a really hard decision for them. But they've made that decision because they're true to themselves. And Lacuna Coil are true to themselves. There's no drama. They've done what they needed to do. They're not living a lie. They're not allowing people's changing lives to, to break down their own personal relationships with each other. This is about doing the right thing for yourself. And you have to respect that. And, you know, for me, our truth is about Lacuna Coil. It's about the journey they've been on. And in the context of the importance of a song, it doesn't get any more important than that. Moving on to the song itself. On the album, I'm not a big fan of that nix out, that sort of static, the radio static on, at the end. There's two versions. There's the radio edit and there's the full version. The full version on the album comes in at four minutes and three seconds. The radio ed edit, which you can get available on the single and, of course, was available on the radio at the time, is only three minutes and 26. That's over a half a minute gone. And I don't listen to the radio edit. I, I, I just don't like it. It misses out such significant parts of the song. It doesn't feel right at all. Um, most importantly, it misses out that final lead out, that, 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 that final end part where it fades away and comes back, comes back strong, which is a really important part of our truth. I talked about the song itself. My favourite parts is probably Clock is Ticking While I'm Stealing Time, Can't You Turn It Back, Stop the Cycle, Set It Free, Run Away. I love those lines. But there's so many different snippets of lines throughout the song, which are really, really strong. It, to be honest, I'm really picking out a strong part amongst the other strong parts. I guess I really like it because I love the way it's kind of pounding during the song itself rather than just as words on a page. It's really hard for me to express how important I think our truth is as a song. For me, it is the Karma Code song. It's not my favourite on the album, actually, although it's a close favourite. Uh, but it will be in any discography, I suspect, that the band ever release. It is up there in terms of importance with the likes of Heavens and Lion Swamped. It's not going to go away. It's an important live song. It's an important song for the band. And luckily, for all, for all those reasons and more, it's, it's a, a great, great song. So, yeah, that's what I think of Our Truth. Mike, what about you? Blimey O'Reilly, after all that. Um, let me let me um, try and pick up some crumbs from that. Um, you've you've surmised it all very well of, of going forward with it as a song, and I would think that the two the two lines that stick out for me is one of them you, that you've mentioned: stop the cycle, let it free, and run away. And also the the main message, 
throughout the song which we get um we're raising our truth this is a very personal song i think for them as a band and how they are evolving through time in their career i think that it's placed perfectly so far on the album as it's building through the one thing that we all know that uh, features very well on it is the drumming and you've you've mentioned it um as a perfect way to end the shows we've also been at shows where it's also opened the show which is fairly confusing for the regulars amongst <laughs> us that go to the gigs did i arrive um, late or something <laughs> it's what sorry did i arrive late yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i just think the whole thing is just a lovely song it's it's one of those songs that you could pluck out and if if you were going to give one song to anyone that hasn't heard lacuna Cole before i would think for the power of the message that's within the song and musically, I think this would be it. I think it's it's a lovely piece of work, and they should be very proud of it, especially the uh, the drums on it mm. after this week's message. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. What do you think of it, Ross? Yeah, I think you've both sort of summed summed it up to a T. It's it's a monster of a song. It's probably the the standout song on the Karma Code record for a lot of people. Um, I agree with Matt. It's, it's a very strong song. Perhaps not my favourite on the record, but definitely a great song nonetheless. Uh, musically, obviously, with the introduction that you touched upon, it continues that sort of Eastern Asian vibe with the intro, and then you've got that sort of giant, gigantic Christina vocal which goes into sort of a, a palm muted guitar riff till you get to the verses. And as, as you mentioned, it's a very dominant vocal performance by Christina, um, subtly backed by Andy. And, you know, in terms of the vocal performance from Christina, it sounds strange to describe a, a feminine vocal, but it's just got balls about it. It's just so strong. It's so heavy. And obviously the key standout point of the song musically, as you both mentioned, is the drums, which is quite befitting this week, obviously in tribute to, to Kritz with that sort of Tom breakdown on the solo, which again adds textures back to that, that sort of Eastern influence, which is sort of seen throughout, throughout the album as a whole. Um, musically, you go into sort of the middle eight um, and you've got sort of a keyboard and a synth, which builds up in that, which again just shows depth in terms of the, the quality and the level of Lacuna Coil songwriting. It just adds a, a different dynamic, a different texture, and adds something different to the song. And obviously, as, as Matt mentioned on the outro, you've got sort of that, that buzz of radio static, almost like sort of a pickup amplifier jack, which again, it's, it's just something that's different. Um, I don't think I've heard many other songs that, that end in that vein. And obviously you've got the, the build-up with the guitars. Uh, they fade out and then they come back. So it just adds to a crescendo to just be an amazing live song. So all in all, totally agree. A very strong song on the album. Mm. I love it. I love it. I, 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 I just, when are we doing this? And the video's great. Sorry? And the video is great. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. we've not really touched on the video. I know we've, we've talked about the other videos in the past. And the video's a bit... It's got a great story to it. I mean, it's a bit of a mix of images in places. You've got the kind of the snow in the forest and you've, you've got that bit where Christina's doing the kind of the Japanese geisha kind of look. And, and then you've got the kids. Origami. Origami, yeah. <laughs> Ninja <laughs> stars. Um, and then you've got the the snow globe, which is obviously how it starts, how it ends, and get the sense that this is all happening inside, inside this snow globe. You know, it's really, really strong stuff. It's a great, a great video. I really love the video for this, actually. It's one of my favourites. And it, the whole, the, just the whole, I don't know, Altru just seems such a strong piece of artistic work. You mentioned it, Mike, you know, they should be really proud of what they've done here. And I, I, I absolutely agree. It's just something that, I don't know, it just seems to transcend the other stuff that they've done on this album. And that's not saying that I, that the, the other stuff isn't good because it is good. It's just something about our truth, whether it's the way they're presented when it's live um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it's a real classic Lacuna Coil song, and I I look forward to hearing it on every live show that they do. But it is going back to my, my point. It is a song that I do think is better live. Yeah. And it's just so it's got so much emotion to it. There's so much crowd energy. You never see a static crowd with these songs being played. You just don't. Uh, you, and the drums, the build up. The end of it, oh, great, great song. Uh, Scores-wise, I thought about this, and I thought, well, this is a 9 out of 10 song for me, because it's not my favourite. Again, I can't help but 
give two numbers for Karma Code. And I think this is a nine out of ten album track and a by far an absolute ten out of ten stonking live track. So maybe nine and a half out of ten is probably where I should put our truth. Such an important song. What about you, Mike? Um, I will rate both and I will give them ten and ten. I think that this is such a decent song that, as I mentioned, they should be very proud of. And I think that it can be sometimes one of these songs that's overlooked as a piece of work, that it's not just a piece of work on the album. It's something that actually, when you play it back more, it is a gem of a song that really stands out. And I think it's a very, very important piece in the jigsaw of of their makeup as a band and for their career as well. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. How about you, Russ? Me, I, I agree with yourself, Matt. This is, this is a nine and a half out of ten song for me. Um, it, it's a ten out of ten when it comes to to a live track. And again, a final shout out for Crits. Uh, I'm definitely going to miss him sort of busting out his drum solo in the middle. So uh, good luck to him as well. Absolutely. Well, it's, a, it's been a bit of a bittersweet review and news this week, which has probably come as a no surprise to anybody. I I I, I can't help but. Note the coincidence that we're reviewing this particular song on this particular week, and I'm sure other people will note it as well. But there you go, our truth. It's a classic, and uh, if you've not listened to it very, very loud recently, go back and do it. Go and listen to it. Go and listen to Chris on the drums and Peter on guitars and enjoy it, because as Mike says, it is an important part of the puzzle that is Lacuna Coil. So anyway, this brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed um, listening to us ramble on for as long as we have been. I certainly hope you've enjoyed the interview with Pizza. I know I enjoyed uh, performing the interview with him. And I hope that you will listen to us next week where we hopefully have more interviews. If we're lucky, we get got a chance to speak to Chris or, or Ryan. Um, and I'm sure there'll be more news with as well from Lacuna Cola as we lead up towards the release of Broken Crown Halo. Thank you very much for listening. You know, hopefully by now, how to get hold of us. Uh, if you've forgotten, don't forget, we're on the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net. And our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net. Tumblr, emptyspiralnet.tumblr.com. And of course, on Twitter, we're at emptyspiralnet. Uh, drop us a note if you want to talk to us or if you've got any feedback for us, well, just send it over. We look forward to hearing it from you. Guys, um, remember, anyone stateside, the tour is still on. So definitely, if you're there, check out the uh, the US tour. And you never know, you might hear some new songs. Good point. I've forgotten about that. Well said, Russell. And that's about it for this week. Um, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'll speak to you very, very soon. Take care. <laughs>